Today is a very significant day on the Jewish calendar. We started saying Tachnan again. There's an old Jewish joke. What travels faster than the speed of light? On a day we don't say Tachnan when the Baltfila says Hamavarech Esam Yisrael Bashalom for someone to scream out Kaddish. It just takes a millisecond for that to happen. That's our attitude towards Tachnan. There's a certain joy in missing Tachna. There's an excitement permeating the Bismedrish when there's a chasen or a bris or a minor yontav and we can skip Tachna. And if it falls out on Monday or Thursday, even better. However, Rav Druk in his Sefer Darsh Mardachai says something very frightening. We should be very worried and distressed on a day we don't say Tachna. He says, who knows, by you having said Tachna today, how many difficulties you avoided, how many tragedies were averted. It is true that Al-Pi we don't say Tachna on such a day. However, we should still be concerned for having failed to cash in on a golden opportunity, because Tachna is such a powerful tefillah. So we see the tremendous value and efficacy of Tachna. To illustrate this point, I'd like to share with you a fascinating story brought down by the Gemara Mesechtes Bav Metziah. The Gemara discusses the most famous oven in Shas, the Taner Shalachnai, a certain type of earthenware oven. There was an intense debate amongst the Tanam if this oven is susceptible to Tumah or not. The Chachamim said that it's Tumah. However, Rabbi Eliezer held that it's Tahar. So obviously, we follow the majority and they paskant that it's Tumah. But Rabbi Eliezer wasn't deterred. He kept on bringing proofs to his opinion that it's Tahar. But the Chachamim refuted them all. And Rabbi Eliezer dug in his heels and would not concede. Then the fireworks began. He started manipulating the laws of nature. Rabbi Eliezer told the Chachamim, If the Allah is like me, this carob tree will prove it. And the carob tree uprooted from its place. However, the Chachamim weren't faced. Then Rabbi Eliezer said, And the water in the stream began flowing in the opposite direction. And they still weren't faced. Rabbi Eliezer kept on going. And the walls of the Baismedr started to collapse. And the Chachamim still didn't give in. Then Rabbi Eliezer pulled out his last card. There should be a sign from heaven that I'm right. A baskal rang out from heaven and said, The halacha is like Rebbe Eliezer. And the Chachamim said, We will ignore the baskal. Because of his defiance and for manipulating the laws of nature, Reb Gamliel, the Nasi of the Sanhedrin, placed Rebbe Eliezer in Cherem. They excommunicated him. The Gemara says that this decision would haunt Rebbe Gamliel. The Gemara relates that Rebbe Gamliel was once traveling on a boat. And a tremendous wave came towards the boat and threatened to capsize the boat. And he understood why this was happening. He got up and he said, Hashem, you know that I didn't do it for my honor, but for your honor. And immediately the sea calmed down. The Gemara continues, Rebbe Leezer and Rebbe Gamliel were brothers-in-law, schwagers. The wife of Rebbe Leezer was the sister of Rebbe Gamliel. And the Gemara says, ever since Rebbe Gamliel placed Rebbe Leezer in Cherem, the wife of Rebbe Leezer made sure that her husband would never say Tachlan. She feared, because of the hard feelings her husband had for her brother, Rebbe Gamliel, that her husband's Tachlan would be so powerful it would harm her brother. 
So every day she made sure that her husband, Rebbe Leezer, would not say Tachlan. But the Gemara says, one day she miscalculated. She thought it was Rosh Chodesh. And she was sure that her husband would not be saying Tachlan that day. So she didn't think it was necessary to prevent him from saying Tachlan. But it wasn't Rosh Chodesh. It would be a day later. And upon realizing her mistake, she goes running into her husband's room. But it was too late. His head was down saying Tachlan. She immediately said to her husband, Come, you can get up now. Katlas la'achi. You just killed my brother. And shortly thereafter, word came down that the great Nasi, Rabbi Gamliel, passed away. Rabbi Eliezer turns to his wife and he asks her, How did you know that your brother passed away? And she tells him, I have a tradition. All gates in heaven are closed, except for the prayers from people that were insulted and mistreated. Hashem has a soft spot for those feelings. And I knew that if you ever daven tachnan with a broken heart because of the way you were treated, Hashem would take immediate action. And that's how I knew that he passed away. What an incredible story. But the question is, Rabbi Eliezer davened so many tefillahs, including Shemayin Ezra, including Kol Nidre, including Nila. Why didn't she stop him every time before he started Shemayin Ezra? Why wasn't she concerned when he davened all those other tefillahs on Yom Kippur? Why specifically by the tefillah of Tachna? And from here we see the power and potency of Tachna. The tefillah of Tachna has a greater impact in Shemayim than any other tefillah. So let's think about that before we scream out, Isgadal. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.